Nuclear reactors could... <laughs> I'm sorry, Mr. President. Nuclear reactors could provide power almost indefinitely. Greenhouses could maintain plant life. Animals could be bred and slaughtered. Now I have become death, destroyer of worlds. Minus one minute. Put on your gun. Observers without goggles must face away from the blast. One plane, one bomb, one city. 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 Fallout from atomic explosion. Every nuclear or thermonuclear bomb throws into the air a large cloud of radioactive particles. These man-made radioisotopes remain aloft for varying periods of time, but most of them eventually return to Earth. It is this return which is known as From the far horizons of the unknown come tales of new dimensions in time and space. These are stories of a future. Adventures in which you'll live in a million could be years on a thousand maybe worlds. 
the National Broadcasting Company, in cooperation with Galaxy Science Fiction Magazine, presents. He ore in Sanchanke Matadan, Pangyuk Jonsunwa, Chayanje Boku Jonsunezo, Uri Imigun Sambiudri Pariad, Eutoigo Yung Chogin Husinen, Nugudun Kamsae Dumurosinen, Tearsu of Nugutrimda, Uridai Gurun, Yungang Nomsin, Sisibonian Sadar, Kalpigalpi Torikebon, Ishiga. 오늘 이 자리에 서면 무슨 말부터 할까 많이 생각도 해보았지만 진정 우리 인민들에게 터놓고 싶은 마음속 고백. Who is this four chan? A black flag flies over the Imam Reza Mosque in Iran for the first time in history. If anyone knows what this means, please write. It will happen when the weather cools. That's when they'll make their move. The plans laid long ago before the founding of America, and older still will come to fruition. They're trying to force God's hand. Watch for these signs. One, three branches will become one. Two, an island will drift away. Three, a killing boat will shine in the night but will not kill. Four, the star will gorge itself on clay. Five, idols will speak and move about. Six, the black flag will fly above the dome. Seven, the belly of the dragon will drip water. Eight, two voices will call out in the silence that all will hear. Nine, a rock will stand on seven hills. Ten, the ravens will starve. Eleven, the bear will leave its cave forever. Twelve, the rod and the ring will strike. Ostrich, you'd have come. It's an emu. Yeah. <laughs> it's an emu. <laughs> Let's have a look at it. It's a fucking emu, man. This is a beauty, isn't she? It's an emu. Oh, is it? His <laughs> name's Waters. You're fucked up, you, mate. He's an asshole. You're fucked up, you, Fuck mate. Off. <laughs> <laughs> In 1535, the Spanish conquistadors came through that area and they found stones with strange animals on them. They sent some back to the king of Spain and said, what on earth are these animals carved on these rocks? The king said, I have no clue. Today they're called the Ica burial stones from Ica, Peru. These stones show dinosaurs on them, the Nazca burial stones from about the time of Christ, plus or minus a few hundred years. Some of them show brain surgery. They find brain surgery instruments, hardened copper, tempered copper instruments for cutting into people's heads, apparently. Quite a few of them, over 500, I believe, show dinosaurs. Why would they have dinosaurs and humans on the same stones? 
Well, because people lived with uh, dinosaurs. Anyway, there's plenty on that. There's one from our museum. Shows a dinosaur holding a guy by the head. This one we've got shows what appears to be a guy cutting the head off the dragon because the dragon killed his friend. You can see the friend's body is inside, but his head's missing. This one's hard to see, but he's shoving the spear down the dragon's throat. This one, the dragon's got the guy by the arm, and apparently his spirit is leaving. Some of them show circles on the side. Now, that's kind of interesting. Why would they put circles on the side of the dinosaurs? Well, nobody ever found dinosaur skin until about 20 years ago when fossilized dinosaur skin was found. It's very interesting. The dinosaur skin has circle patterns on it. They had to see a live one to know to put that on the stones because you couldn't tell that from the bones. Surprise! Now we got you. We got you a scooter now. We got you a scooter. You missed it. Surprise! Oh, 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 no, Take cocaine. Take cocaine all the time. You should be nose deep in that stuff nonstop, right? But you're not. Why? What's wrong with you people? You're ready, man. And lots of people will say no to that. Eh? That seems rather insane from a scientific perspective. Eh? You know, you know, you know. Developing techniques for mind control, 
to create a so-called Manchurian candidate. What is the extent of these brainwashing experiments? How did the CIA become involved in such far-reaching and disturbing research? Shaman Trading Post. We have t-shirts, decals, refrigerator magnets and other swag for sale. What better way to show your support for the show? Our merch can only be found on t.pub forward slash lit forward slash Atomic Shaman Trading Post. Saturdays for the boys. You can watch movies with the tribe on depleted uranium driving theater Saturday afternoons at 3 p.m. Central Standard Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, only on Twitch TV. Like, share and subscribe to the channel, and be sure to ring the notification bell. You can follow us on Twitter at Motel and RV Park. Catch the live streams on Rumble. Listen to text-to-speech stories on Atomic Shaman TTS on YouTube. Gather around the fire and let the radioactive spirits cleanse you. This is the Atomic Shaman Sweat Lodge. He's got a PhD. It's gonna sound like autistic, but... In big dick energy. CIA porn control. He's more facial hair than flesh sack. Does the CIA control the porn industry? 18% said CIA, 36% said Mozad, and 45% said take your meds and sell. All rise for Professor Beard Juice. The bathroom thing. Have none of them learned how to fucking dig a hole? Yeah, they can't take a shit unless it's in a plastic stall even though you're surrounded by fucking wilderness. The hell? He's our Eagle Scout 
intern. Can you explain the ADA 14 thing? Uncorrupted by the modern world. So when I was a kid, I was at church. Some say he's as soft as two ply. I mean, dude, that's like an instant pass for me, man. Give it up for Johnny Soft. And I look at the soap bottle and it's like being pushed. I got freaked out. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I just saw a ghost. It, it was a weird thing. So I went and told all my friends about it. He's the resident sound hound. It's a fucking holocaust of content, ladies and gentlemen. The audio wizard in the acoustic blizzard. He needs to go train. He needs to get a couple exhibitions under his belt. An antediluvian king. Somebody who understands big silver dollar words. And an esoteric knight. It is what it is. The man of a thousand sound bites. Within a single sentence, they tell you that they're single, that they're ready for insemination. The button pusher, Van Rollington. Listen, buddy. I don't come into your chat and bother you Ooh. and tell you not to fuck your dog like I know you do. Oh so don't come in here talking about, oh, stop drinking, stop smoking, mm. you're on a, you're recording. Ooh. Fuck you. The graphics guru of digital visuals. So if you would like to fund our efforts in traumatizing journalists with dank memes and abuse of truth, you can purchase some t-shirts and other swag. He puts the ass in aesthetics. So there's absolutely no bodily contact allowed between unmarried men and women, such as holding hands, because that's fucking lewd. The leader of my people. I just went in, shook the boss's hand, and he gave me the job. The tribal chief himself, Klaus Newhouse. Hey, yo. Capital G, W, Depleted Uranium Bush, Notorious WMD, Easy Bake, Yellow Cake, Spill Beebs, Dancing, Israeli Dreams, Son of a Moonchild, Mama, Skull and Bones, Sending Drones. Message to the feds. You like our new intro? Hell yeah! Oh, it's nice. I actually it's... wrote that rap, so those were all my original lyrics. Ooh, <laughs> nice. So there's been a lot of crazy shit going on in the news lately. Uh, I guess Greta Thunberg is now a symbol for anti-Semitism because she has a plushie. Yep, that's oh, what they're saying. Fucking what? Wasn't she anti-Semitic already, though? No, no, she's one of the oh, Rothschilds. She's from the like one of the Illuminati bloodlines. So, she was uh, she was criticized because she had this stuffed octopus in a photo on her Instagram, and they were saying it's an anti-Semitic uh, symbol. But she says it helps with her autism. But right, know, but I, I didn't think plushies were anti-Semitic. But you know, the memes are pouring out to make it into one. Uh, do you have any uh, reason how that could be connected, Professor? Oh, and I do. And I do. I'll break right into it if you like. Turns out, 
you know, before the late 1800s, octopuses are just hippy-dicky, you know, like fucking tree-huggery mysticism symbols for adaptation, subversion, strength, all whatever the mystic-y crap is. Um, but in the late 1800s, in the late 1800s, um, the octopus symbol ended up becoming associated with secret societies. And in World War II, uh, Nazi power, you know, all that other stuff ended up turning it into an anti-Semitic symbol, just anti-everything symbol that they wanted to throw shade at for, uh, suggesting uh, that there were secret control of anything. But I did find a wonderful article that explains the phenomenon in the late 1800s in the first known, um, you know, like uh, a secret organization of record to use the octopus <clears throat> that we know about. Uh, and it comes from uh, Mammoth College, is famous as the birthplace of the Mammoth Duo. That is Pi Beta Phi and Kappa Kappa Gamma, the two early women's fraternities founded by Mammoth students. What's less well known about it, in the 1874, the United Presbyterian Church banned all secret societies, and Mammoth College Senate soon followed suit. President David Wallace, being a fraternity man himself, initiated, uh, initially decided to look the other way, but in 1877, pressure from the Senate caused all fraternities to be banned from campus. In 1894, when the new Warren County Courthouse was built, Wallace's successor, Jackson, blah, blah, we don't care about people, protested that the county board uh, and supervisors invited to the, um, <clears throat> and supervisors invited the local Masonic Lodge to lay the cornerstone of the building. Such was the influence of the Presbyterians at the time that the Masons were dropped from the ceremony. It wouldn't be until 1922 that pressure from alumni and students would cause the administration to relent and allow Greek organizations to return to campus. It was also during the 1920s that other secret societies, the Octopus Club, made its debut at the college. Founded with 11 charter members. The purpose of the club was twofold. To serve men's senior honor society, similar to like Yale uh, and other dumb shit. And to operate as an alumni organization through which graduates would be able to exert a big influence in the further development of the college. Bylaws were drawn up that called for the undergraduate members to be secretly chosen by the senior class and installed as an annual meeting held uh, and installed at an annual meeting held the evening of commencement. What? Eight members of this of the junior class were selected each year based on the following criteria contribution to the school, personality, the prospect for future achievement. Throughout their senior year, the identities were uh, to remain secret. 
only to be revealed when the uh, Raveling New Year new the Raveling Yearbook published their group fo- photograph at the end of the year. After graduation, they were presented with a gold watch charm figurine uh, <clears throat> featuring an octopus insignia and other secret emblems. The alumni organization was well defined, having a president, general secretary, corresponding secretary, and general treasurer. The meeting twice a year and at homecoming and commencement. The college archives contain a bulletin sent to members in 1940s that include minutes of recent meetings, financial statements, and the first ever directory of members. Being members of the secret organization with no specific duties or goals, it was perhaps predictable that the efforts of the undergraduate octopi would eventually turn to mischief. Although it was never proven, they were accused of burning the May Feta platform, stealing athletic trophies, and putting oil on the seats in Wallace Hall during the early 1940s. Because they were an exclusive club, resentment among non-members began to grow. Things came to a head on the evening of March 5th, 1942, when seven members of the club accidentally broke the glass of the west entrance door of the Wallace Hall around midnight and were confronted by the night watchman. A scuffle ensued and the watchman reportedly drew a knife, resulting in injury to three of the members. When the boys showed up at Monmouth Hospital for treatment, the Monmouth, Hosp- the Monmouth police were there to greet them. The following week, the Students' Government Association voted to ask the administration to rehire the watchman who had been dismissed following the incident. Shortly thereafter, the faculty passed a resolution that all societies with secret membership be banned from campus. The boys who had been involved in the farce were disciplined, and for the next four years, the club itself went to in a sub rosa went into a sub rosa existence although the absence of the male students on campus due to the world war ii would have made the undergraduate octopi club unfeasible anyway the club was resurrected in 1946 at which time select members from the class of 1944 through 46 who had returned from military service were invited to join the organization an anecdote from the period was shared in 1998 by Dick Eckhoff, who told of being instructed by members of the class of 1943 where to find the bronze turkey trophy awarded to the winner of the annual Monmouth Knox football game, which the latter class had stolen and buried under the indoor track in the gymnasium. In 1947, class success. The 1947 class succeeded in digging up the turkey itself, which was located in the northeastern corner, but failed to find the base of the trophy, supposedly buried in the southeastern corner. The turkey was then deposited on the steps of Woodbine, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, in fall, so this keeps on going into the antics of uh, the Octopus Club going on into the, the rest of the 1900s. But 
uh, just as a point of reference, this is one of the first own, uh, the first organization, secret organizations, as a matter of record, using the octopus symbol. And it becomes part of popular zeitgeist, you know, to start using the octopus symbol um, in the turn of the century. Uh, and this is the stories that it's largely attributed to. Um, flash forward to World War II, and you have uh, the Nazi party using it. You know, like, uh, let's see, symbols and imagery used in anti-Semitic propaganda and rhetoric during the late 19th and early 20th century often used octopus imagery as part of their broader conspiracy theories because it was associated with secret organizations, Based. finally. Such propaganda used Based. an octopus to represent perceived Jewish influence, suggesting that Jewish people are controlling and manipulating various aspects of society and politics. Based. 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 And, of course, more likely the fact that the popularization of secret societies and octopus being paired together were something that the, you know, the Nazi party could probably use to propagandize against Jews. Because after all, they're trying to fucking hide from these people murdering them. But yeah, they, they, if, they, if they, you want to see a lot of the artwork and other stuff associated with modern, modern-ish imagery of secret organizations um, and the Nazi party, you know, accusing other people of being bad, you know, having hidden control, uh, go look up Der Strummer, which is a, a publication, uh, a newspaper publication in Nazi Germany, um, or just Google, what is it? World War II, um, octopus cartoons. And you will see that they are throwing the octopus around at everyone. There is not a single group of people that aren't off limits that the Nazis don't fucking like. From the Chinese to Americans to the Jews to whoever. Uh, and it's all over the place. But yeah, fast forward to modern day. And you know, since the uh, since then... People are just associating octopuses with secret control of everything in the first place. And, uh, you know, if you know anything about the Federal Reserve, we went over that in one of the earlier episodes. The whole reason there's a Jewish banking conspiracy is because of the way the Federal Reserve was founded in the first place. So there you go. And you've got some so, poll data, right? Oh, naturally. I always do. So cephalopods. Which is sort of octopus related, except they're psychic. And exactly. advanced creatures that are supposedly creating the UAPs How that are flying out of the ocean. Are you? Oh, and I would like to, to, to point out one thing I discovered in my octopi research. It turns out that the octopus may be a, uh, whatchamacallit, an evolutionary cousin of the garloid. Oh. oh, okay. Make yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah, because uh, they were suspecting the octopus might have alien DNA because they think it came from an asteroid. Yeah, a lot of what I was seeing in like um uh, uh, uh the zoology and in, in oceanography, biology, all whatever, uh, they may have the same um uh, evolutionary ancestor, 
and the one split up then the split off was one i guess trying to live off land and the other one staying in the sea kind of thing i just thought that was a cool garloid factoid in any case in our cephalopods poll we asked are the cephalopods a threat to our existence 15 percent said no america will save the day 15 percent said this sounds like another psyop 15 percent said i welcome our ill uh what is that the illithid illithid i'm starting illithid overlord and uh 38 percent said yes hp lovecraft warned us warned us 15 percent said take your meds schizo I mean that's the that's the best answer. Yeah. Every time. Every time. I mean I mean we got an HP Lovecraft episode coming up soon, so hope you guys Ooh. will be ready for that in the future. What was that movie where uh the dude's the last living ancestor of HP uh Lovecraft and he has to save the world? I haven't seen that. It sounds good. Is that oh, that HBO series? No, it was a movie. Uh, uh. anyway. Was it with Keen so, Peele? I can't remember. I gotta look it up. But uh, let's see. Next surveys. Oh, you may. The uh, the octopus symbology, since it was used across so many different domains, so many different groups, it's kind of ironic that they're taking just one example and then saying this is explicitly the purpose of this oh. symbol. That Did is, you look up the cartoons? Yeah, there's not yeah. a single person that's off limits. It's bad. I heard people were like it's buying bad. those plushy octopus like over the weekend, like they're trying to buy as many as they can. Oh, that's gonna. Hey, I, I, they have a squishmallow octopus bed, pet for a dog bed. Oh, Just throw that one out there. Oh, it's God. looking spicy. <laughs> Spooky stories and personal experiences. We asked, do you want the AI-generated voices for long videos? 40% said no. Van is busy with IRL stuff. And 60% said yes. Crack that whip on Van. Fuck. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> the people have spoken. I, I tried yeah, to defend exactly. Van saying that the production value would just take so long for those hour-long videos. Why are you gay? Because we, we, we actually had some people like unfortunately oh, complaining about it. <laughs> I mean, Damn, I, son, I, where'd you find this? I think one of the questions I have here is, did your girlfriend vote in it, Van? Oh, she's, uh, she's locked in a cage. She doesn't allow to use the computer. Oh, <laughs> oh damn. <laughs> wow, that was beautiful. <laughs> Truly, Pippa. Truly. And then our uh, spooky stories and personal experiences, too. We asked, what is your favorite flavor of green text? 27% said, in a wood spoop. 18% said, schizo posts. 18% said, autistic adventures. And 18% said, tarred stories. And 18% said, sexual degeneracy. <laughs> That's like the best categories that get split them left them too. Yeah. I'm going to say... We need more sexual degeneracy, I think. I don't know. There was one where a guy's talking about he's fucking an 84-year-old woman as his first girlfriend. Oh. 
And I was like, I don't. Christ. Oh, oh yeah. The guy said he was age twenty six, and I was like, I don't think I can put this on Facebook. I still want to find the ghost story. You're gonna sit there. Oh, I still want to find the ghost story where someone gets raped by a ghost. Like I'm waiting for that. I'm sure there is one. Or has a ghost Apparently, I think I think there was one story like on Art Bell Ghost to Ghost. I forget which year, but there was a woman talking about being violated by a ghost in front of her husband. I actually, uh, I remember there's one a compilation on YouTube. Actually, that that story is on a video. That's right. It'd be great if ghost sex became like a genre of interest, just like murder mysteries. Wait a second. That's right. There's there's a there's a medium out there. Have you guys heard about that? There's a medium out there that actually is like, yeah, I let ghosts come in and screw me, like what? legitimately. Yes, there's. <laughs> uh, let me find the article. I'll find it for you. Ooh. No, I have to make a video of it or something. It sounds kind of cringe. Hi. It is oh, really this is, cringe. This is actually. Ooh, you're so warm. Oh no. Do you see someone moving into a haunted house just to get laid? They got it figured out. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, charge rip to the ghost. So is is that all for the poll data? That is it for the poll data this week. Alright. Moving on. We've wow, got, that was beautiful. We've got some mug shotties. <laughs> oh, so. uh, it's worse. It's Joey and our Joe Bahar. That lady. From the view? There it is. Yeah, there what? it is. What? Oh my god. It's her. Hold on. There's more than her though. It's she is one of many. I can't believe that. Like, that's gotta be. I love women, right? Satire. But I recognize the truth about women. Women are like dogs. Uh. So, anyways, even uh, Kesha claimed what? that she had sex with a ghost. Wow, there's a lot of a lot of uh, Hollywood individuals. Somehow, I'm not surprised. It's that probably that ritualistic. It's at a this lot point. of Hollywood it probably people. Is. It's, it's too much of a coincidence. The coincidence? How I many of this not. is hobos and not ghosts, though? Like, Ooh. yeah, I saw some zot. You know what I'm saying? Oh, they're slumming it. I'm saying they do drugs. A hobo bangs them, and they think it's a ghost. So, Van, do you have? Like... Do you have oh, the I was about to say with the. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was about to say with the woman in the room. I have to defend women. They, they are, you know, truly queens. You know, all women are queens. Yeah. Oh, okay. there it is. All right, all right. Let me get you. Uh, let me channel our special guest. Ooh. Thanks for the invite, fellas. Normally, I play a little game called Slash or Pass. <laughs> A real screamer of a good time, to be honest. But with smash or pass, I just need to remember, it ain't my blades that will be penetrating these whores. It's my dick. <laughs> Let's fucking go. Whoa. I lost my shit on that. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, uh... It's my... Hold on. The chat is, the chat is turning on me. You know oh, what? Oh, no. They're... Fuck you, chat. <laughs> You know, I'm like, turning on you. Uh, I'll, I'll change, oh, I'll change my opinion. He's getting I'm a booed. man of the fucking people. Oh, even there more he called him a simp. He found a spirit. There you go. Oh, there man, you go. that got ugly quick. 
<laughs> if she breathes, she's a fuck! I've actually saw that Star Wars video. <laughs> Trust not the woman. Mugshotty number one was arrested for child neglect and endangerment, transporting a child while intoxicated and a DUI. <sighs> you know, hmm. I kind of feel for her, man. Like, if she's got a bad kid, she's got to drink to, you know, sh- you know, deal with the day, take off the edge. She probably had to drop the kid off with her father, you know. That's oh. her fault for being a single mom. That jawline looks a little the- strong, if you know what I'm saying. No, she's still young. <laughs> It'll soften up when she has a few more kids. As uh, in become more plump, perhaps. Oh. Just saying. I'd smash. Oh yeah, I've I've basically smashed this chick. She looks like somebody that I uh, smashed at one point, and then I found out she had kids, and I was all like, "Well, did you steal their like uh, Capri Sun and like their Gushers?" Like, on so you out? say that, but uh, I got a fucking story for that for later. Oh no, no, say it now. No. Say it now. Say it now. So let's go. I I was a very uh, a very outgoing teenager, so to speak. And I had gotten hurt during one of my soccer games in high school. So I had had fucked up something in my knee and I was hobbling around on a fucking, um, on a crutch. Sorry, I'm drunk. Uh, Anyways, so I was staying with my uncle during the summer, but I'm still fucking hobbling around because I just had surgery. And I'm hopping around this fucking Home Depot thinking, you know, I don't need the crutch. I'm doing physical therapy. I'll be good. Well, I'm still in a lot of fucking pain. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to go find somewhere to sit down. This was a terrible fucking decision. So I go outside, and there's this cute, and I mean, she's fucking cute little blonde doing like a little stand that Home Depot had set up outside. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to go fucking talk to her. So I ended up chatting her up, getting her number, yada, yada. I think she's like maybe 21, 22. The university is like... A mile away from where we were. Thought she was a college student. I'm barely, barely about to turn 17. So we meet up later on. I got a fake ID. We go to the bar. We get drunk. I go back to her place and we smash out. All right. I wake up in the morning. I see this nice little door with little flowers on it. It's like, oh, uh, like Jenny or Jennifer's or whatever the fuck her name was. That's her room, right? I was like, oh, she's got a roommate, whatever. I hope we weren't too loud. I go to her fridge. I steal a fucking, uh, I steal a beer and some fucking, uh, some crackers for kids. It's like, whatever. Some animal crackers? (laughs) Yeah, some animal crackers, exactly. So they're, so I think nothing of it. Like, oh, they're fucking college students, man. Whatever the fuck. This is typical college student stuff. Was it a Girl Scout stand and you banged a child? (laughs) What's going on? Oh, man. So, she ends up coming downstairs, and we're talking, and I was like, oh, I hope we didn't wake, wake your roommate up. It's like, is she here? What's going on? I was like, roommate? No, that's my daughter. I was like, fucking what? Fucking kids! <laughs> what the- I was like, fucking what? It's like, yeah, that's my 15-year-old daughter's room. I was like, oh, shit. Oh, wait how, wait, how old are you? I thought you were like 21, 22. I was like, oh, you're so sweet. No, I'm, I'm 36. 
<laughs> was it one of your Damn. classmates? And I was like, oh, okay. Wow, I thought you were a lot younger. And uh, uh, I gave her my reasoning. I was like, oh, you thought the university was right there, blah, blah, blah. She's like, oh, no, no, no. How old are you? I was like, I'm, I'm about to turn 17. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> Dude. I'm in jail. <laughs> Tell you what. <laughs> yeah that so that was her that actually that right there that was her main concern is like we can't tell anyone about this oh my god i can't believe this like nah i'm good you want to go line, for bro. i bet this is a fucking yeah show the footage bitch yeah you won't you won't it's called a lie bitch it's called making shit up for rating points bitch <laughs> my god. yeah that was Wild. That was a fucking day. So, so would you smash this one? Yeah, gonna say, no, so no, she didn't. Oh, we got out. off topic. Yeah. Well, I was so gonna say, far. did you go for round two? That's what I. I, I tried. Know. I tried talking her into it. Uh... And she stopped. She immediately like fucking kicked me out. Did you go oh, after the daughter oh, next? Uh... Oh, oh yeah. That's yeah. Like, like, like that's was the whole was the whole go get the mother daughter sandwich? I asked about her daughter afterwards. She kicked me out. <laughs> uh, like, he went for it. it. I think he gets points. Man. He went for it. That's good. Uh, I don't even know where to go from here. <laughs> here I got you. Uh, so, pass. Okay, you're passing. There we go. Oh Jesus! Has everything gone? Well, let's see. The ladies in the room. Do you, would you smash? Yeah. Oh no, I would not. Okay. I'll pass. Okay. Okay. Uh, I, I like I said this one already. I feel like I've already smashed her at some point. Let's uh, let's ask Freddy. Started off with a real bitch. This one hits too close to home. Let me get real for a second. As a young boy, I was repeatedly abused by my alcoholic stepfather, beaten nightly like a bad dog. I guess it was the best mom could settle with after being passed around the men's insane asylum like the community fleshlight. <laughs> As a father myself today, I would never put my children in any danger. Lordy. Witnessing gruesome murders and dreams is one thing, but booze cruising with my brood is something Freddy never does. Which is why she needs to leave the kids with her deadbeat ex-boyfriend. Head down to Tijuana with me, and she can do tequila shots off my ball sack. I'll smash her even with her funny looking eyebrows. Ooh. Go Freddy. <laughs> Stepping up. That was a firm smash for him. What a guy. Yeah. Alright, here's right. mugshotty number two. She was arrested for assault. Allegedly was trying to help her drunk friend and asked a man on a bench to move so her friend could sit there. He refused, so she slapped him. Oh, is that what happened? <laughs> um, I, I, think, I think she's someone that would hold her own at a Waffle House. She looks like a Southern girl that's not afraid to fight, you know? Um, she'd probably have your back. Oh, I mean... I pass. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I'm with you. I'm like, you know, I'm not exactly in the Waffle House, but, you know... Yeah, it, Waffle House is gonna... where you go if you know how to fight, you know? That's what I'm saying. I'm like, if you got a fighter on your side, you know, I'll smash. It looks like she's gonna like do a whole career waitressing at a Waffle House. Yeah, you don't have to worry about her being a bad wife then. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not everybody's cut out to be like a scientist and shit. 
yeah, and I don't want them to be anyway. Then oh, they Doge come up says... with shit like female penises. Ah. Doge says immediate pass doesn't respect the patriarchy. Damn. <laughs> you think so? Oh. That's, that's a very good take. That's true. I, I've already given my opinion on dangerous women. Smash. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. There it is. Chiggy, did you go? So, uh, I'm of his opinion when it comes to danger. I, I love fucking, you know, my life being at risk, but I just can't do white girls anymore. So pass. Damn. Okay. Uh, Brujita, what do you, what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> fucking Brujita. <laughs> She's cute? Okay. She's cute. I don't even know if your mic... Is your mic even plugged in? Oh my god, it's not even plugged in. It's not fucked F. up. I got shit going on. F, F in the chat. Anyways, Freddy, get it, save us. She looks like a baby. This one is a little too young for my tastes. Pass. Oh, it surprise. Like Contrary to all the lies spread about me by the Christ killer media, I didn't fondle any of those kids I murdered. It was strictly horror business. Even the movie studios played into the kid diddler thing. But when it came to keeping the movie rated R, they went with the route that made the most money. You would think they could sympathize with a man who was burned alive. Hollywood and New York make me sick. I'm just waiting for Hamas to clean it up. Allah Akbar. Yeah, he's going hard, but we don't support Ooh. terrorism. That's our official nope. stance, because we want to keep our, our jobs. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> if you haven't been paying attention to the news, there's a bunch of people losing their jobs over their support of Hamas now. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> well, too bad Freddy doesn't have a job. But yes, we don't condone. So, Mugshotty number three. This is El Chapo's wife. And she was sentenced to three years in U.S. federal prison in 2021 for helping smuggle drugs in the U.S. and helping El Chapo escape from a high-security Mexican prison in 2014. She was released yesterday after serving less than two years, and she will be on four years of supervised, well, whatever. Um, I would smash for the sole purpose of getting paid child support and possibly alimony. So I would put a baby in her just for that. Because you know she's got the money to pay that shit. Man with a plan. I mean, you probably would die. Yeah, you'd probably get murdered. She got those dead eyes, and she looks like she got too much plastic surgery. I'll she's pass. got DSL. I think the DSL is at least natural. Yeah. All right, mm. check. Let's let's see. Does your mic work now? Check. Okay, there you go. It there does. Go. No, no, her lips are one hundred percent fillers. Okay. What? <laughs> no. Wow. Yeah. No, oh, trust yeah. me. I've seen all types of fillers. Those are. Dumb. She probably had like natural, really nice. You know, lips before, and then she just kind of went that little extra puff with fillers for sure. Well, let's not for forget sure. the soul extraction in her pupils. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> uh, I guess uh, Pass that, um, for me. I like my dick where it is. Yeah, I pass for the cappy. Yeah. Pass. Pass for the meme. I'll, I like crazy. Me. I just don't like stupid. I prefer to stay not dead. All right. Freddy, we need you to keep it very kosher. All right? Please. Thank you. You all keep serving me the spicy burritos. Not only was she a ride or die type of bitch, 
but she likely was responsible for the deaths of many maids who would help themselves to loose change in her washing machine. Here's my impression of this cold bitch. <clears throat> Joaquin, mi amor, I had 50 pesos in my wallet, and I can't find them. You should execute the whole house staff and their families, just so everyone knows you don't steal from the Chapo Familia. <clears throat> Hurts a little doing that. Anyways, I'll smash her now raw, and then later, <laughs> you know, for when eventually she's get some char on her meat. Meeting me in hell. He, he he makes a good point. You think she's ever done that to the staff? Yeah. Fucking yeah, kill them. Teach them what for. Just because yeah, I'm here. You're the wife Just of a fucking drug lord. There was a fucking Man. uh there uh, I'm not gonna go into detail, but there was a fucking video a while back where they picked up a politician who was anti uh anti cartel. And they fucking did things to her on camera and executed her. Damn. Yeah. All right. Uh, I don't know what's worse. Damn. His story or seeing this chick on screen? Uh, the oh, right. Yeah. So this is mugshotty number four. She was arrested for assault and battery with a dangerous weapon. Was the weapon her face? Jesus. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. But like, I actually looked up the meaning of the three, three, three. Because some people are saying it was half evil, but it meant like. Your full stages of life, your 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 life, your your birth, your your midlife, and then your rebirth or death. It's like, I guess they think it's like a full cycle, so they don't care, you know. Uh, you y'all have heard the term, uh, like, because I mean, we're on fucking Discord. Y'all guaranteed y'all ran into a fucking few femboys before, but like uh, twink not death. Not on this that, one. <laughs> no, thankfully not on this one. But like twink death, this one they age up and they fucking they become like beat. Well, I think this is like uh, this for e-girls. She she was an e-girl in early life, and she got older. This is exactly it right here. Uh, the Hannah Hayes syndrome. There something. you go. Yeah, I get uh, you it, now. Okay. I'm going to pass on this one, dude. Look, yeah, I, I'm, I'm willing look. to pass constitutional laws against this, so pass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with Deutsch from New Jersey. Pass on the female Joker reject. Yeah, that is you, so accurate. You like free spirits. What do you think? Oh no, she looks like a more drugged out Lady Gaga. I'll pass. Okay. I was thinking more Billie <laughs> more Eilish. More drugged out. I say Billie Eilish, but eh. No. Up she doesn't have that thousand cock stare that Billie Eilish has. <laughs> oh. <laughs> nice. All right. The thousand cock stare. Yeah, like, didn't you see the, the thing she admitted to, like, watching tons of porn? Yeah. Jeez. Oh, no, I, I don't keep up. All right, let's see. Freddy. God. Damn, I've never said this to anyone, but she would certainly benefit from having her skin melted off. It would be a vast improvement. Oh, yeah. It's like she was aiming to be a e-girl, then became a meth whore. They're not a demon in hell that would fuck that. Pass. Oh, uh, short and sweet. Nice. Short and sweet. Okay. Right. Wait, I want to chime in on the whole angel numbers. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Heathen kings mentioned that some people refer to those as angel numbers. So three, three, three is like the three stands, your three pillars. So, so she could be a little, a little trying to be woke oh. with the three, three, three. Yeah, but I heard a, I was... a meaning can change around where in the body the three, three, threes are at. I, uh... I, I was thinking like maybe she's a gamer and that's teabagging. 
Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think this is yeah, for gaming, though. Because, you know, testicles with the... Right? Oh, like, beautiful. come on. The schedule in my brain says that I want to put a freaking semicolon in front of... Like, right above the threes. I'm sorry. <laughs> Some serious autism. It's bad. Why do you think Next. I make memes? Yeah, <laughs> Right, so yeah. this, is, this is like a palate cleanser. Oh, please. I, we need one. Yeah, so mugshotty number six, I think. Yeah, was arrested for public intoxication, assault on a police officer, and resisting arrest. That's pretty based. Uh, I would smash. And she's still got a smile afterwards? Damn. Yeah, what's... She probably enjoyed hitting the cop. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck... Well, I mean, by contrast, it's so smashable. That's <laughs> Jesus. That's that is. Yeah, she could overthrow some shit right there. I'd smash. <laughs> That's... I've already made my stance clear. Smash. And you know what? Pretty smile too. All right. But is that everybody? Did Chicky go? Is that for Freddy? Chicky hasn't. Yeah, is he or is drunk? He, or, is, or is he going with the no because he can't do white chicks anymore? Oh. Uh, I just assume he's drunk again. I hope he didn't pass out because <laughs> well, we never got to hear his horror story. <laughs> if he passed out again, I'm going to drive over there and slap him. Fly if I have to. Yeah, I think he's done. He's down. down. Man down. Oh. Wait, he's Stop. back. He's back. He's back. He's back. Oh. He's back. Right, our man's alive. He lives. <laughs> I had to uh I had to go let my dog out and grab a hot dog. Oh, he's being grab responsible at all. Alright. <laughs> Alright. Like Freddie, what do you think? There's Chili a certain dog. charm about her. Like she delights in her wicked acts. I'll smash. She looks like she enjoyed some reverse police brutality. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I would. She reminds me of Tina Fey, and I'd fucking dust the cobwebs off of that bitch. Tina, oh, how does she remind you of Tina Fey? A smile. I can see it. All right. All right. Uh, all, right. all right. Here's her next shot. She was arrested for petty theft. Only um, the pettiest of theft. That that hair color tells me daddy issues, so she's good to smash. Uh, yeah, you know, know. the hair Pass. color I, I take issue with, but it's not like lip tardedly colored. So Pat, uh, I'll smash. Oh, it's a respectable oh, red. Uh, I would call it plum. I don't think it's red. It's like oh, a stop. Well, it's, it's, you know, it's a style. It's not like, I am the color red, stare at me, uh, you know. Boring. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know. That's like, know. Uh, his, that's like a tia, Hispanic, ant, fucking red. That's, that's <laughs> how I see it. So that's maroon, or oh, like an maroon. Auburn color. Oh. And I had to take color theory for freaking arts college. And we had to, that. like... So that was plum. Our, in our color theory, no plum is more purple. This has more red to it. Ignore that. 
<laughs> I, I thought I, he drops the spray was, paint. I wasn't that? drinking or falling asleep. No, I was taking the dog out and grabbing a wiener. <laughs> the cheeky drum roll. Well, that's what we'll call it. <laughs> I will. I will pass on grounds of uh, how many of y'all prior military. Yo, I am. So she she'd be the female that hangs around the barracks, specifically uh, around uh, around the guys who hang out on the back line, <laughs> and uh, has the I fuck black dude syndrome. Oh boy, she doesn't look like oh, a barracks bunny though. Uh, I mean, if you're around a cav base, this is exactly what they look okay. like. Oh, <laughs> uh, all right. So, oh no. See, I didn't see the huge hoop earrings. That's why I was like. Oh, <laughs> It you know the eyes are the gateway to the soul and this these eyes tell me that she has a type. Okay, I'm a pass because I don't want my wallet's like cash being pilfered every morning. Okay, what's I, what's Freddie gotta I, say? Well, I think I have her husband on the line. Hold on one second. You know she's getting filled by some black stud. You know there's some black fucking bull that's just filling her with cock meat, giving her the real fuck she deserves. Some big black bull just filling her with cock meat. Cock meat. Right, thank you, Boogie. <laughs> let me let me get Freddy. Freddy, your turn. Oh, daddy, like. Red is such a flattering color on a woman. I wonder if the curtains match the drapes. <laughs> if they don't, they soon will. Oh, oh no. She's oh. gonna menstruate sometime. Freddy likes a saucy pizza pie. <laughs> Christ. Oh, <Jesus>. oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Holy shit! I'm glad he See, was, he's funnier he's, he's than gonna, we do. I mean, uh, I mean, he's gonna give us nightmares. That's for damn sure. Oh, yeah, yeah right. kidding. <laughs> Klaus, on a, on a side note, on a side note, Klaus, I'm so happy we worked out the audio so everybody could hear the sound effect. <laughs> yes. So, Fuck so next, Madik Shadi, uh, she was arrested for harassment, but it doesn't say what kind. Uh, I'm, I'm guessing what she was just posting memes or some shit. Um, yeah, that's smash. There's nothing days. wrong. I mean, she a queen? That's what I'm hoping. Yeah, smash. Bad. Smash when I see an ID. Oh, you think she's just too young, eh? Hot dog, she's at least, she's at least tall. I say, or did you just learn from the earlier story? Yeah. Oh, wait, no, that's a six, dude. I think that's a six. Yeah, it's 60-something. Yeah, she's not short. She's at least oh, five feet something. Big bitch. <laughs> at least five feet something. Uh, I thought it might have been the six and then the dash six. one, dash... No, she's not two. a giant. Yeah. No, that looks like yeah, a looks like five. Five. But, but I don't mind climbing, so I'm not afraid. Yeah, she's probably Norwegian or something. Uh, what do you think? Woman. Well, we need a womanly take. Stop being high. <laughs> I don't know. I thought she looked really young, too, so I was going to pass. It's because she looks really young. Yeah. Uh, All right. Uh, Freddy, no. give, us the, give us the hottest of takes. This blonde bimbo needs to leave well enough alone. I'm not one to talk considering I harassed entire generations of teenagers from a small Ohio town. 
But let me give you a word of advice, Barbie, in a way it sticks in that peanut brain of yours. <clears throat> Listen, you don't want to be the type of Barbie who doesn't finish what she started. Don't be Ooh, cringe. Cool. Learn to follow through. Be homicide, Barbie. <laughs> Sometimes it takes driving a hammer into a skull to finish a job. I know you can do it. You're a Barbie. You're literally my Barbie. Ooh. And I'd totally drive my cock down your stink hole. <laughs> my voice is getting quite the workout tonight. I'm, gonna I'm surprised he's literally Barbie me, bro. I wasn't here for that. That's <laughs> beautiful. Energy smash. All right, moving on. That was beautiful. Dare I say, literally me? <laughs> and sometimes has to work his way into the show somehow. All right. Uh, Our next mugshot, he was arrested for domestic battery by strangulation. So if you're into getting oh, choked, here's your girl. Strangulation. Eh? We'll say, uh... <clears throat> oh, yeah. Never been into choking. Yeah. That's the crazy one. Yeah. So... Nope, that's a smash. Oh, it's I'd, I'd, smash. I'd rip that apart. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I, I, got, I gotta try the dangerous girl once, you know. See, I'm into dangerous girls, not girls that actually want to kill me. See, no, that means, I'm no, married no. to a woman the, who the wants death, to kill me. All right. The death threats make it hotter. <laughs> exactly. Oh. See, death I hope threat. my tears like continues to moisturize that glowing face as she oh. chokes me. Like. Jesus. <laughs> You don't worry, know. Worse, oh, like, her skin is great. I would have totally let her. That was a that was that was a bad take with like as bad as Freddy. I think. Yeah. Damn. Uh, fucking <laughs> on par. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Having my life in danger again. It's it's a fucking yeah. It's a rush. Yeah, because this I, bitch looked like she would actually not stop. Yeah, because because I used to check like my brake lines after this one crazy chick I dated. So you know. That's <laughs> That, that was the one that had actually showed her actual mugshot on the show back last December. I'd, I, I'd eat the peanuts out of her ass just to know the shit she's been through, all right? Uh, I wouldn't Jesus, no. Oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's that she's Hispanic. Those aren't regular peanuts. Those are like japones, you know, cacahuates, you know. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Freddie's been waiting. Choking has never really been my thing. Candle wax, some playful cutting, maybe a bite or two, but I'd rather my victims lose consciousness by fear rather than a lack of oxygen. Pass. Oh, well. Yeah, I'm with true, true. Right. I, I can see why you'd have preferences as to how people pass out. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Mugshotty number nine. She was arrested for possession of Alprozolam, so I guess it's a form of Xanax, and she also has a 333 tattooed on her neck. I'm, I'm going to pass oh. on this one. I'm, I'm just not into opiates and shit. Man, it's, it's a shame because she's a cute girl, but uh, the tat facial tattoos and shit, that's just... Uh, like banging expired milk. Nope. <laughs> What's done. versus the three 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 looks like Pass. it's not done through typical um so 
It's not done through typical tattoo methods. It's actually done through scarification, either by burning or by scar, like literally cutting for scars. Uh, pass. Uh, I feel like she's the chick who like calls everybody my dude or homie. No, no, pass. And literally is like hot, throwing a hot dog down a hallway. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say it's gonna it's gonna be a slight will i would slight in the right circumstance yeah in the right circumstance because i'm wondering if i can make the 333 pop out a little bit she's small enough the smaller girls got it pass mario smash all right freddy crap even I have a heart. <laughs> there has been a few times on this show I've crossed the line with what I've said, but looking at this mugshot, I feel terrible for her. She genuinely looks broken and beaten. The road to recovery is now, bitch. And first stop is Freddy's cum needle. I'm gonna jab her junky ass so hard she'll OD off pleasure. Smash. Whoa! I think he did oh, that. Nice. I think he did that in a movie. He turned his hands into needles. He did. He did. Yeah. <laughs> he actually came during that scene. If you look at it closely. Oh god! Wow. <laughs> I'm gonna watch it again. Lord. Just watch it, dude. I actually just watched it recently. <laughs> oh. So, so here's her final one for tonight. She was arrested for a DWI and assault on a police officer. And I'm kind of wondering if she's wearing like a fireman's coat because she doesn't have a top on. Looks that way. Oh. Oh. So, so I'm going to smash. She looks like a fucking ferret. Uh, what the hell is going on there? There's a that, lot going on there. That looks like a fireman's coat, yeah. This, that's a lot to take in. Yeah. Oh, I have to think about this. I, I mean, I, I, I would. For well, the lips. For, <sighs> just for beating up the police officer part, I would. Out of respect. <laughs> but other than that, no. I wouldn't. I can't tell how much of that face is, like, fake or real. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> She's got the drunk droops under her eyes. So it's hard to tell. Uh, yeah, I don't think it's plastic. No, it's that's I've seen girls that drink and then they get those bags. So that's was like a lot of. There's still makeup on her face, but that gave way. I don't know. There's a little, the, you can't really tell. Well, DWI doesn't have I'm to be drinking. She could, I mean, that could be muscle relaxers it, and other shit too. That's true. Actually, true. yeah, that's true. Very true. Mm. And she does look pretty awake. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she does. Now, hold on. Is that's a straight jacket, isn't it? No, straight jackets are no, white. Well, no, those yeah. What they the keep hell? it white even to this day. And, and, and if she had a straight jacket on, she'd have the grippy socks, and you know what that means. Oh, <laughs> oh boy. Bobs. I think I, 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 I'll pass just to stay safe here. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm I will just go off my clinical knowledge and say that that might be a, a straight jacket. Just. Just I'll put that out there. I don't know what. What do you think? Hey, wake up! I'm up. I'm up. <laughs> uh... <laughs> I'm up. 
Uh, okay. Let's see. Well, you guys are fucking boring. That's boring. Let's see. Not boring. You guys are keeping me entertained. Um. She assaulted the officer. She was drunk. Try drunk on on some white girl right now with them eyes that big. Uh, she looked like she would go crazy in the middle of sex, though. You know, like white wig out. And not might pass on that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That face looks a little, a little odd. Everybody, can Freddy, Freddy go? Yeah, Freddy. Take it away, Freddy. All right, boys. Last one. I gotta start my night shift on the West Hemisphere. Normally, I wet beds with piss, but tonight I'm feeling like some lucky ladies deserve some moisture in their sheets. Oh. Some real wet nightmares. Anyways, bitch is obviously crazy. They have a Kill Bill straight jacket on her. Not even the ghost of James Carradine would fuck this crazy. Here, let me channel his hell-ridden soul. Oh. Oh. What? <clears throat> I fucked a lot of crazy in my day. I once tag-teamed a whole brothel with Bruce Lee. It was certainly expensive. We gave zero fucks and wore zero protection. We later found out it was a mental ward for women with postpartum <laughs> psychosis. Oh no. So I can tell you, no matter how desperate and depraved I once was or am, I would rather go belt myself than risk syphilis or a child with that crazy dollar store Uma Thurman looking bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you see not even the brain cells he killed while hanging himself could make him smash that damn and he's a degenerate who died jerking off <laughs> hell has a consensus pass well, well. He was like, who the fuck raises this Now I want her to wiggle her big toe, but moving on to current events. Suzanne Summers lost her years-long battle with cancer just one day before her 77th birthday. The actress died early Sunday at the age of 76. Suzanne Summers passed away peacefully at home in the early morning hours of October 15th. She survived an aggressive form of breast cancer for over 23 years, she, she says. Um, so I don't know what, what movie she was in, but I know she was famous for the Thighmaster. And between Thighmaster, Soloflex, and Bowflex, it was like the only mail-order equipment you needed to get in shape during the 1990s. That's true. I remember those commercials. I remember uh, buns of steel tapes. You should have All been kinds on the of stuff back Yeah, yeah, 8-Minute Abs. I thought that was the other one. Jazzercise. Oh, yeah, there's the jazzercise. I see it. Oh, yeah! So, a North it... Carolina family is demanding answers after their loved one's body was found dead after days of people thinking it was a Halloween decoration. So, Robert Owens of China Grove, North Carolina, was found dead in front of an abandoned home. His family soon discovered that his body had been there for days and that a lawn care worker just mowed around his nearly naked body, believing it was a Halloween decoration. 
Wow. Record is saying, don't you know how you can do that? It's uh, Owen's sister, Haley Sue, told the Queen City News that, well, right beside someone and assumed that they're just a Halloween decoration, a house that no one lives at. So uh, the China Grove Police Department released a statement saying officers spoke to the groundskeeper who said he believed the body was a mannequin. However, the groundskeeper stirred that he believed the body to be a fake dummy used for training by numerous law agencies on the property over the last few years, and it did not report it, the department said in a statement. So the, the family had last seen Owens on October 1st, but the body was discovered a week later on October 10th, lying face down in front of the abandoned home. Police only told uh, Owens' sister, Haley, mother, Brenda, and the 34-year-old wasn't shot, but they learned more details about the condition of his body from a construction worker on the property where it was found. And the construction worker told him that he had cuts and scrapes all over the arms like defensive wounds. And I'm thinking he got an altercation with a meth head and lost. Yeah. That sounds about right. Yeah. Probably. That's, if that happened, that's kind of his fault. You don't fight crackheads. Yeah. I mean, never to be fair, I would have I would have never taken a second look at a dead body. You know, it's always the Halloween. It's yeah. always Halloween in my soul. <laughs> so a witch doctor in Kenya is being credited for helping a woman recover some stolen money after he cast a spell which caused a swarm of bees to find the thieves and torment them until they returned the pilfered cash so according to local media report the strange cash uh, case began last week and Aisha Salome was riding a bus through the town of Kitalangela at the intention of starting a new business in the community with that gold in mind, she carried $675 with her to serve as capital for the company. Now, during the ride, she was approached by a pair of women who somehow managed to separate her from the money, which she did not realize until she got off the bus. Although she, like, reported the theft to the local police, a sparring small business owner apparently felt that she could not wait for the cops to crack the case. So she turned to an area witch doctor for the help, and the mystic, who goes by the name Wesonga, Set locating the suspected thieves but performing some kind of ritual wherein a swarm of bees identified the culprits. The spell seemingly worked as the two women were covered by the unsettling insects and proceeded to walk through the town for staggering two hours until they find the witch doctor's home. Upon entering the residence, the pair returned the stolen money and were freed from the bees by way of another what? ritual. So reflecting on his successful bust by the way of bees, the supernatural crime father explained that this is the work I inherited from my father. And it took okay. me only three days to locate these two ladies who had stolen from Salom. So Wesonga supposedly turned the thieves over to the authorities who then charged the pair for high gone horribly wrong. For her part, Salom expressed relief at recovering the money, although one imagines that a portion of those funds will be turned over to the witch doctor's payment for a job well done. Now, strangely enough, this is not the first time a sorcerer in Kenya has utilized the swarm of bees to solve a case in an early similar incident what? occurring last November following <coughs> the theft of a man's this, cow. This cow. happens multiple times. Well, this is like Obama's home country, man. Uh, so if you would like to keep the witch doctors away, you can support the show by purchasing swag at tpublic forward slash Atomic Shaman Trading Post or donating to buymeacoffee.com forward slash Atomic Shaman or streamlabs.com forward slash Atomic Shaman Sweat Lodge 1 forward slash tip to hear your messages read live on air. Expect $5 cash app. Contact me for details. So, an off-duty airline pilot riding an extra cockpit seat on Horizon Air Flight said, I'm not okay, just before trying to cut the engines mid-flight, and later told the police that he'd recently taken psychedelic mushrooms as his mental health worsened, according to charging documents made public, like, 
Tuesday. I just heard about the story this morning while I was at work. So state prosecutors in Oregon filed 83 counts of attempted murder against Alaskan Airlines pilot Joseph David Emerson, age 44, who before he was appeared to in court for an arraignment on Tuesday. So federal prosecutors, meanwhile, charged him with interfering with a flight crew, which can carry up to 20 years in prison, according to a probable cause statement filled in the Multimile County Circuit Court. Emerson told Port of Portland police following his arrest that he had been struggling with depression and that a friend had recently died and he had taken psychedelic mushrooms about 40 hours before he attempted to cut the engines. He also said that he had not slept in more than 40 hours, the document said. So my thing is, what's up with Alaska Airlines? First, Richard Russell, a.k.a. the Sky King, steals a Q800 just to do a barrel roll and crash at Seattle Sound, and now this incident. And I still need to know about Tiffany Gomas, a motherfucker that isn't real, and that's what... What I want to know is what she saw. No witnesses. <laughs> so, a surfer in Australia was fined for taking his pet carpet python out in the public without a permit, as it is against the law. So the snake would have been found the water too cold and could have caused harm to the native wildlife. So despite the risk, the surfer claimed that his pet snake loves water. And has surfed with him multiple times. He stated the snake behaves calmly and the water enjoys swimming. So taking native pets out in public can cause unnecessary stress and unpredictable behavior, according to a wildlife officer. The incident raised concerns about public safety and the potential for the python to spread disease to other wildlife. I mean, if it's a pet, I doubt it, but interesting. (laughs) Nah, nah, gotta, gotta, gotta ring up the feds on this one. Nah. So a delivery driver in Alaska had a surprise when a mother bear and her cub entered his van to feast on pastries. Ignoring the attempts to shoo them away, base security was called and used sirens to scare the bears away, but it took some time before the bears left the van and ventured into the woods. The Krispy Kreme store where the incident occurred had uh, learned from this experience that it will take measures to prevent bears from entering their premise again. And finally, I don't say about bears. voice actor Sun Wan Cho, better known as ProZD, recently posted how they were only presented with the opportunity to read for an aging character in a recent audition. Cho allegedly was auditioning for an up-and-coming show and was offered only one character to read for who was the only Asian character in the cast. He asked his manager about the other characters and was told that those characters are drawn as white, so no, he could not try out for those roles emotional damage so Cho's tweets on the incident had been deleted but you can find them on nichegamer.com and there has been a recent push in voice acting asking for talents to only accept and even audition for the roles matching their race or cultural identity this time Cho ran afoul of how some major studios are doing things now later in the same thread Cho elaborated that there's so few Asian characters it's not even a level playing field. Well, for starters, there's plenty of Asian voice actors out there, but they're not voicing those roles in English. Later, Sun Wan Cho became so ass-blasted by the article, he blocked Niche Gamer on Twitter. I like Niche. He's a cool dude. I'm, I want to get him on the show. Good man. So that's it for current events. That was a wild ride. Um, so you guys, you got some paranormal encounters, um, since uh, Captain Cheeky didn't go last week, how about you go first and tell us your first paranormal experience? Should I go by first, or should I do the worst one? Save the worst one for last. Okay. Well, 
I guess my first one would be when I was a kid. I I'm half Mexican and half Native American. So my family from both sides is kind of like really, really sensitive to spiritual stuff. So from my first encounter that I remember clearly where it was 100% not a dream, I was about five. We were staying in my grandmother's house. And my grandmother's house, or my dad's side, is this run-down, beat-up fucking house in the ghetto, right? But my dad's family is fucking evil. Like, these people backstab each other, go down to Mexico, get a brujaia, and put bad shit on each other all the time to kind of, like, get above each other. And so there was always some creepy shit going on at the house that we would see or that scare us. But for me, the most clear one is uh, we were getting ready for bed. And my mom and dad, they were on the bed. Uh, they were on the big bed. I had a little mattress on the floor because, you know, we were broke at the time. And as soon as we turn off the lights, none of us can move. My mom, my dad, me, none of us could fucking move. We were getting swarmed by shadow men. And it was the most, like, as, especially at five years old, I just, I didn't know how to react. But I could see clear as fucking day, like a face in the shadow, just peering above me. And then I could look over to my right to where my parents were, and I saw like three or four of them standing on top of my parents. And we all could look at each other, but we yeah, really no. couldn't fucking say anything or do anything until they left. Was your freaking house on a ley line or jeez? I I don't know, but every time, like every, I mean every every time, I pass by my grandmother's house because we don't go there anymore since uh, since they died. Reasonable. Every single time we pass by or just to go say hi to family that still lives there, there's always something in the window or there's always something creeping around the grounds, and it's just fuck that. Uh, and, we would get videos, like video calls or like video messages from our family there, and it'd be the like clear as fucking day, just something walking in the background. So uh, that'd be about the first memorable one for me at yeah, my grandmother's house. There's always something evil there, no matter what. Y'all should look up the history of that place. Holy crap! Yeah. I mean, this is uh... there's usually stuff that forms attachments. So depending on who was there, so... emotions. This was about three miles from the Alamo. Oh, man. Oh. Yeah. So there's a lot of history there. Yeah, I used to live in San Antonio, so I, I know it's fucked up out there. You got haunted places like the Donkey Lady Bridge. You've got that the one. Donkey Lady, yeah. Yeah, you got that donkey one. Donkey Lady Bridge. Yeah, there's a Donkey Lady Bridge. There's a There was a bar where the devil appeared, and then like, yep. he was chased oh. out because they noticed this dude, this handsome man had cloven hooves. And it smelled. And, yeah, and then and then they uh, there was other spot where the train killed a busload of kids. So if you park your car on this hill by the train tracks and you put it neutral, the ghosts of the kids will appear, push your car forward up the so hill, and all those little one, fingerprints appear. So that one is uh, is actually a story that somehow made its way to San Antonio because I've been. To no, the it's actually a, it's, it's actually, actually in a, Texas because I've done it. 
Really? I've been to Texas and I've gone through the rail, uh, the train tracks, and I've seen the car moved right in front of my face. Well, the the actual the event that happened was in like fucking Ohio. There might be more than one because yeah. I've yeah, I've but... been to the one in Texas and seen that happen. I'm from San Antonio, so I don't know. I've well, done yeah, it. Oh yeah, same here. I got family in San Antonio. I'm actually gonna be there. Yeah, like, I used, on the third. I used nice. to live outside the 410 Loop by Ingram Mall. That means when I was like fucking eight, Ingram, I Jesus. by your house, your grandma's house. That's actually kind of funny. All right. Uh, when you guys brought up the donkey and the bridge, I got uh, a whole different idea. No, this isn't. Do. This isn't the show in Tijuana. If that's what you were thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's where I went. <laughs> so, me, Malcolmus, you got another paranormal story? I do indeed. Let's so... hear it. This one's actually kind of, this one is, do you guys want, are you okay with UFO stories? Ooh. Yeah, it's fine. So I can either do that or I have like three other ones that are actually paranormal. So, do, do the paranormal since that's the theme. I'll keep it there then. All right, so I mentioned last time I was very much into the wilderness survival autism spectrum uh, when I was a teenager. And because of that, we did extreme winter weather survival training. Uh, and we were out there for like three days and we had went up to a northern region that was about i think it was about 40 miles away from the border with canada and so we did a, the full dig out we made you know freaking snow berms the works centered around a fire pit we did a, basically collected all of our stuff and then lived off our own rations and stuff for like three days but the last night um it was about Four of us that were still awake, and we had like 11 people. Four of us who were still awake, and we all witnessed this. Um, nearby, there was kind of a, a whole entire like Burma brush that we left alone. And uh, because we were like, well, hedge equals blocks wind. And but the weird thing is, we started hearing movement over there, and we're like, it's probably a critter. Let's make sure it's not something crazy. We were like, probably, you know, if it's up at night, usually deer are moving around up in the north at night sometimes. If they're too cold, they'll move around. So we figured maybe there was a deer nearby. Could also be, we do have some wolves up in this area. We're like, okay, well, let's make sure it's not dangerous. So we flashed around our flashlights, didn't see anything, but the bushes were clearly making some noise. They're too thick to see into. And we're like, you know what, it's not coming our way. It's just kind of sticking over there. We don't really care. So we went back to our fire, put some more firewood on there just to get more light. But the light didn't really help because suddenly we just hear, it sounded like an old dude. Just, oh, <laughs> I can't even do it. It, it, it can't, sound cancels out. Hold on. Let me turn off. I hate voice. Uh. There you are. Noise suppression. Let's try that. Oh, yeah, there we go. Thud. Oh, just my. a wump. Like a body hit the ground. And we all froze. We're like, oh my god. And all the flashlights went that direction. And we're like, okay, if there's someone out here dying of the freaking frostbite because they're being creepers on us, we don't want that blood on our hands. Let's go and look around. So we search the entire area. We find disturbed branches inside of the uh, brush. So we're like, okay, clearly there's a path here, and but we didn't find footprints is the weird part. So we were really good at tracking at the time. 
And so we followed all these like bent and broken branches because it's winter. All those things are brittle. So we found a broken trail going straight through these without footprints or anything or trail. And then it just stopped in the middle of that brush. And we're like, what? <laughs> so we fanned out, searched all the way around the whole entire area. Did like, I think we did a 100 meter sweep doing a rescue sweeps. And we didn't find head or tail of animal trail or own. And the only trail we found was one of our guys had gone over to grab some uh, tindering on the first day. And his trail was off on the northern side. And the breakage was down more towards the southwest side. And from there, we didn't find anything else. So we're like, did old man winter, like, fucking die <laughs> in this bush? And we could never really figure it out, but we uh, we did not sleep. The four of us did not sleep that night. And then uh, one of the guys set his shoes on fire by accident by setting by the fire. So. Oh, Christ. Shit. Yeah, he had to borrow one of our extra spare pairs of boots. <laughs> That's pretty funny. So that was, that was um, hearing that uh, disembodied voice just out of nowhere was um, less than <laughs> less than pleasant experience. I would have been a little less scared if I would have found boot prints or anything or even animal tracks, but the fact we couldn't find anything, but we had the evidence of branches broken, just fucked us up. All right, Van. Does your guest have a paranormal story she wishes to share? Yeah, do you have anything? I have a few. Um, the one I think that sucks out the most is probably like my first experience. Uh, same thing, like it happened in my grandmother's house. So out in Cicero, back in the day, there was a lot of storefronts, a lot of small businesses, a lot of small mom and pop shops. And Cicero's where Al Capone is from. That's what she's referencing. Okay. Those, uh, Thank you. Um, so one of the buildings that's like occupying like almost half the block it had a storefront at the beginning corner side of the shop. And then it was the first floor. And then upstairs, you had your two units. So my grandfather, my grandparents ended up buying this big orange building. And previously, it was owned by a butcher a couple years back. The butcher had a heart, atta heart attack and died. So when they ended up buying the building, uh, they had two of their children live upstairs. They had the bottom apartment. So, of course, they always took care of the grandkids. So it was literally, let's see, me, my cousin, and let's see, one, two, two cousins, my brother, and then my youngest uncle, who was, like, the same age as, like, my older brother. It was roughly around this time, like, you know, fall. It was a little too cold to be playing outside, but it was still kind of warm enough to be running around everywhere. So we used to like to play in the storefront. So we're playing in the storefront. We're being kids. There's, like, boxes, and there's still the the glass, like, counter, like, from the butcher, like, where the, you see the display. And it's kind of always known that the building was haunted because in the middle of the night, they would hear, like, a chopping block, like, chop, chop. They would always end up having the storefront door that used to connect to the house. It would always lock on its own when no one was in there. Um, they would hear moans and grunts in, like, the nighttime. 
So the building was very, very creepy and eerie. And as a child, it always gave us the heebie-jeebies. And the basement, forget it. That was, like, even worse. But as we were playing, the door slams on us. And it's the door that's connected to, like, the first floor of the house. So I remember my brother and my oldest uncle. I mean, I'm sorry. My uncle both trying to open up the door. And they couldn't. And they're freaking out. So they thought that, like, someone on the other side, like, maybe my my other uncles or something was playing a joke on all of us and locked the door on us. So they started panicking, and then panicking caused us to panic. So we're over here trying to open up the door, and they were screaming for my grandmother. My grandmother, of course, like a typical Mexican, is thinking that we're just being goofy, being outrageous, and we're lying that we're locked inside. So she tries to open up the door. She can't. And then my grandfather can't. Then they asked my uncle if he locked us in. He said no. So nobody locked the door. We were stuck in there. And then about a good maybe like 10 minutes of us panicking, trying to figure this out, I finally just like unlocked and opened on us. And we just remember being like, it's the ghost. It's the ghost that's keeping us locked up. And that was like literally like the scariest shit as like a freaking like almost five-year-old like knowing that the ghost locks the door and then we were trapped inside and it was it was a whole big thing but that was my first like paranormal experience to say and it scared the shit out of me you have stolen my dreams and my childhood with your empty words how dare you <laughs> okay was the chopping block still inside of the shop no so they didn't have Ooh. the chopping block but we still had like the glass like display case mm -hmm. i guess so, as an adult, there was definitely residual energy with this like, stuff. If it's not even and, in there, wow. Like, no, we had we had some of the old stuff from the, like the butcher shop. So you think all the animal yeah. blood is what trapped like this energy into the, oh, the butcher hell yeah. shop? Yeah, and and the fact that they claim that the like the butcher had a heart attack in the, in the shop is hmm. what they're claiming. That's what the story was passed oh, down. Clogged arteries. We have the meat. Or could have been a <laughs> yeah. Wow. I think he could have been made into a sausage and sold to people. Oh, shit. Oh, no. You think, you think it was some haunted meat that he was cutting up, and now he has to be a butcher for, like, all eternity? <laughs> Man. Oh. That could be a good cartoon. I like the sound of this. <laughs> all right. Chiggy, you got another story? Yeah, I still got a few. Yeah, uh, yeah, go, go next. Let's see. This one... So I did this thing after I came back from my first deployment where I took my biggest dog, uh, Henri. We went to the woods, and this is where we used to live in Oklahoma during this time. And so it was off the res at this nice little lake. And I took my dog. We were going to do this thing called Caveman Fitness. Where I have a fishing pole, I've heard a that. knife, and some like basic tools and a tent, and we were gonna be out there for a week. I was gonna dig holes, fish my food, cut down trees and shit, right? <laughs> and so the first night was good. First night went by pretty well. Second night, we started hearing like we thought people were camping in the area because we'd hear like fucking laughter at night. So I didn't think anything of it. But the third night, dude, my dog, she was growling and snarling. Like this dog is a this dog is a bitch. I ain't gonna lie. 
If it comes to people, she'll fight. But I don't know what the fuck was out there. We started hearing laughter, snarling. Uh, we hear people like we thought it was moaning. We thought the fucking the, the campground next to us, someone was fucking out there. But it started. Ooh. It it started with moaning, and it, it and it ended up into like sobbing and crying, and it get like progressively closer. Maybe it was just that good. Was it, was it La Llorona? I don't know. So, so we, I started hearing shuffling outside of my tent. And I, I used to deer. I'm used to fucking coyotes and stuff like that. But my dog was fucking shivering. Like uncontrollably and growling. I, oh, pobrecita. I, I pulled out my gun with my flashlight. And I'm fucking I'm flashing in the woods. I don't see anything. But I'm starting to hear whispers. And with prior experience, once I hear whispers, it's not a good fucking sign. So thankfully, I'm very paranoid. So I had some holy water, had my sentitos. Thankfully, I brought that with me. And I, we just kind of stood guard overnight inside the tent because I needed to pee. and I needed to fucking, like, pee bad. But I was fucking terrified. As soon as I opened the tent, I felt like whatever was out there was going to fucking rush at us. Question: Do you think there were the elves? I know in like Mexico they have stories about elves in the in the forest. There, so like... elves from from my family's stories and their experiences, they're smaller. You're talking about the like, duendes? Yeah, duendes? yeah. There you go. Yeah. So those they're, are those are more like gnomes than they are elves. Those are more but... like gnomes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but I've... people are, are terrified of them big time. Well, yeah, because I mean... they'll, they'll make you lost. Oh, and they also. To, according to some lore, they actually eat children, so they're they actually eat children. Fine. Yeah, but so. I don't. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck was out there. Did your fo- but, dog follow any trails or anything when they, you came out? No. When, as soon as morning came, we dipped out. We we checked oh. all around us. Did the dog we, sniff around and like try and find anything? Or no, no. She, she was she was fucking terrified. She did not move from my side. When I walked back to the truck afterwards, when the sun came up, she was like glued to my side. And I yeah. checked around the area. There was no footprints. There was nothing. There was just like scratch marks on all the trees around us. Ooh. Oh wow! Nope. <laughs> so yeah, we got the fuck out of there. Yeah, I would too. Yeah, reasonable. Yeah, Ooh, very spicy. All right, press one in the chat if you would have stayed. Press two if you got the fuck out of there. <laughs> Easy. I would have hung out. Nope. Two out. Unless I got a gun, then I, then I might have different opinion, but no. Oh, this is not scary. This is just a fun little after effect. Uh, since I'm in Europe, gnomes and tiny creatures like that are a very common thing. I think this was a, what do they call it? Not a gnome. Or was it a gnome? Yeah, they're, I don't real, they're real common in Poland. Like, they're they're really common. <laughs> yeah, so. <laughs> no, they I wear different one. hats. They wear different hats. I know Meme Alchemist might know since I spend time in, in VC when I drive home from work in the middle of the fucking night. But mm-hmm. I, I saw a gnome. They're, they're actually oh, yeah. really tiny. They're very common, apparently. All the local Germans, they're like, yeah, you'll see them. He looked yeah, like he was dressed in a little potato sack. It was fucking cute. Yeah, <laughs> uh, the Germans basically say, don't look at them, don't interact with them, ignore their existence. Ignore their existence. Exactly you what see they see them, said. leave. Leave immediately yep. and just get to your house and stay away. Yep. Did you leave offerings for them? You no, I was, I was. Yeah, I was. 
I was driving through. Uh, I, I call it the. Actually, I can't say it on stream. I call it the. <laughs> I call it the something in something woods. If you spend time in, with me in VC while I'm driving home, you know what I call it. Oblins. El Goblino. Yeah. Yes. El Goblino. Yeah. Oh, truly. All right, meme alchemist. Your turn. All right. So um, I was over. So I've had to do international work. I'm a civil engineer. So um, I ended up over in Guam doing some work over there for some of the construction and uh, for a time. Was it to and... keep the island from flipping over? <laughs> right. They The natives to this day make that joke oh the chamorans that's, that's still great. to this day the chamorans still make that joke uh that was the first joke told to me when i got there ironically um and so i'm there and their houses have been around for a long time if they've been like if they're an older house they've usually been around 30 40 plus years um because they're made of concrete they're i think it's class four construction which is basically like typhoon and high hurricane proof um, so we can resist like 200 mile per hour winds, etc. Um, so once these things are established, they're around a long time. So a lot of these are family houses and I obviously had to rent. I'm not going to be buying a $400,000, $500,000, you know, house. Um, well, I'm just there temporarily. And so one of my friends who is actually, he was uh, Filipino and he was heading out. Was. He was another civil engineer. Well, so he was actually leaving the island because he had gotten to retirement. So he's like, I'm leaving. I know this really nice lady. She owns the house that I'm renting right now. Um, I'll just trade with you. We'll swap out and you can just pick it up because she's really good uh, host. Like she has no problems with the house. Like it's really well kept. Absolutely no problems. I'm like, hey, you know what? Two, a two story house. That's pretty nice. And I'm uh, I was at the time living by myself. So like. You know, I'll take a two-level house at that price. So I was all for it. So I jumped in on it and moved in there. And it took a couple of weeks. Like, nothing felt off particularly. It felt like like a normal place. And um, But then I think it was about a month and a week or a month and two weeks in. Then I'm sitting in my living room on my couch just watching some YouTube on my TV and suddenly one of the cabinet doors slams open and then all of my bowls and plates and everything get thrown out of the cupboard. And I'm super confused. I'm like, is there an earthquake? Because it's actually that island gets tons of earthquakes. So I'm like, what the crap? So I look around and watch for the, any sort of shaking, rumbling, anything like that. There's nothing. It's dead silent. Check my alerts. There's nothing. I'm like... Okay, what the hell? It was just a single cabinet. So I walk over there, I look around, I'm like, did I bowl knock it down? No, it's three different tiers of different, like, plates, bowls, and cups got thrown out. So I'm sitting there chewing on this, trying to figure out what the crap just happened. So I text the other engineer that had lived there, and I said, hey, like, I just had a bunch of crap fall out of the cupboard. Like, did, did you ever have anything like that? He says, oh, yeah, they've got, um, there's one of those, and I forget what the term is. They've got one of their uh, native spirits on that land. Uh, did you leave any offerings for it? And I was like, no, what, what is this? And he's like, oh, shoot, you're new, right? I totally forgot to mention this because we do it, you know, naturally. Um, go over, you're going to need to go over and get one of their local, like, shaman, essentially. 
and get him to come over and appease the spirit. And then it'll calm down. And I was having none of it. I was pissed off. It had thrown out like a hundred plus dollars worth of my dishes. I was just pissed. So instead of going over to the shaman, I went over to the Catholic priest and said, hi, I need my entire property cleansed. (laughs) And so he comes out there. And of course, you know, I was like, you know what? I'm going to donate a hundred bucks to your guys' church. If you guys, if you come over and bless my house and the property. And so he comes over there, does his work. I give a donation to the church, you know, in good faith. And, um, didn't have a single problem for the next three years I was there. And, uh, what was even funnier was the local Chamorro that I got to be friends with would actually come over because, you know, I got two levels. I got nothing going on. So they would actually come over and hang out at my place. And they're like, your house is like the most peaceful house on the entire island. Like, I feel like I can just relax here. And they just come over and accidentally fall asleep. Exactly. Exactly. So they, <laughs> it ended up being one of those situations where it's like absolutely calm. Never saw a single thing fly. Nothing broke. And, um, yeah, that, that was, I did not know that they had local spirits like that. I'm surprised it didn't piss them off more. Cause I was thinking this could go to yeah, one of two wrong. ways. Either right, they're right. gone or they get even more pissed that you got the church after. That's yeah. That's was like, I, I don't know how that worked. It was, um, and it's Guam was effed up during world war two. Like, I think it was like 80 or 90% of their population was killed by the Japanese. Then the Japanese got shelled into hell by our forces so literally tens of thousands died on that island yeah so i've heard of hawaiian uh i forgot which base it was but it was incredibly haunted oh yeah and at 3 a.m was it this filipino lady told me that they had these ghosts there that they called mumus that they would see there and i've heard heard of like guys working the gate security and they were saying a guy in an old uniform would show up and ask for a cigarette and they just give him one and he'd just, just disappear Kadena has that too. Yep, I've heard about those from some of the military that were there. Yep. So that was uh that was eye opening. Alright. Does your lady friend have another story for us, Van? Are you awake? You want I'm oh. awake, okay. No, I think I'm capped out already. It's been a long day. Okay, it's okay. Um, I've had like other things. I mean, I've had little small oh, paranormal. Wait. Explain things. the egg thing, because we were oh, having a that's right. You guys did ask about that. Yeah, because because yeah. No, no, it's to remove the oho, but like. Yeah. So I heard that like after you absorb like the evil from it into the egg, like you could throw the egg at someone and, and release that evil onto someone else. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in sense, that's that's technically true with the, with the Japanese subtitles and everything. But I don't, I haven't heard or known of someone doing that. That's done um, by black magic, you know. Yes, and the person who does the cleansing does a whole like circle of protection does the cleanse closes the circle everything's in the egg that person who does the limpia should be the one handling the egg so i highly see a healer cleanser being someone who would go right out and throw negative energy like that when 
they are being paid to crack the egg and spell, you know, all that shit. But, oh, we never paid for yeah. it. Grandma, Grandma did it for free. Well, that's family. That's yeah, always yeah, your yeah. familia. Uh, yes, familia, yeah. that's different. You know, my abuelita did that for us, and she is all like, you never do it for other people, but it just depends. It just depends on who teaches you. and Yeah, she was supposed to teach me all that money. stuff. My parents were bitter for me because they didn't want me casting spells at school. <laughs> well, yeah, you should. Damn. But your your head's supposed to be covered because of mounting. So with, uh, uh, what are they, Chigi? When they were talking about the shadow people, they were mounting them. So their spiritual, in, in, in a way, it's like their spiritual pressure was so dense and stuff that was just like pushing you guys down. Um, that's also called mounting and stuff. So they get yeah. entered through the top yeah. of the head. Ah. Yeah. And then um, you're supposed to wrap your hand with red uh, to block anything coming in through your palms as you cleanse someone. So, I mean, if someone's bad and they're cleansing someone, then they're using the egg for sure, probably. Uh, if they want to go even more wicked with it, you let the egg get spoiled and rotten. But I, I don't know anyone that has done that. I thought it was such a funny thing to, to be asked, though. My grandmother does that. <laughs> what Throws it at people? Oh, no, not throws it at people, but, like, he <laughs> <laughs> does that cleansing. But, uh, he ha he has, I was about to say, that's why you had those issues at your grandma's house as a kid. No, this is a different grandma. Different, uh, the Native American grandma. So I'm very skeptical, but I've always wondered how they get, like, uh, red dye in there to make it look like blood when they crack it. It's a fetus. No, red is a bad. It's a fetus? Yeah, it's a it's a yeah, fetus. So I mean, in in a sense, it's the luck of the of the draw or luck of the egg if you get a fetus in it. Can but you know when you do Olympia, and it becomes heavy, and you can feel it as some of those cleanses, like there's like a energy and a weight that comes onto the egg when it gets absorbed. If it comes out with blood, it's a bad omen. Yeah, it's like bad energy. Someone's trying the absolute most towards you. Nice. I don't talk to my nice. dad's side of my family anymore. So can I throw it at people? In yes, technically, okay, technically cool. yes, That's you can throw it at somebody. But in energy. in the same way you're harming yourself because you're not protecting yourself and you throwing that bad juju is just going to bounce right back onto you. Like you would have to put so much layers and protections and so many weeks of preparing to throw the egg so nothing comes back at you. Vance planning on throwing an egg at someone. That's what it sounds uh, like. Yeah. <laughs> I, I need to go like get a bio suit and shit. Yeah. Make sure that it's like blessed by a priest. Yeah. Okay, I got it planned out. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. The only thing I've had happen, like, and the, just with family members, like the faucet turns on, you know, randomly. Lights be flickering on and off, but um, me, Malcolmus, that's that. Your story was great when those when the plates came flying out. I bet that fucking sucked, but that that was probably. Really cool. That was some real paranormal. That was like, right yeah, that was one of those like, oh yeah, okay, those things do exist. <laughs> Very the clearly, chat, that is here. The chat's having a debate on whether you should have gave him the cigarette or not. You should have offered him a vape. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, actually, yeah, tobacco is yeah, tobacco is always a perfectly good offering. True, tobacco. Tobacco is always yep, and especially rum. 
They love that rum. Did we have a story oh, last no. week where some guy was offering? Uh, yeah, that that was um, that was Bucket, whose whose dad was making the offerings of the chewing tobacco to the uh, soldiers oh, at yeah. Gettysburg. Oh, yeah, right. Yep. He went through half. You guys a can. ever go to New Orleans too? Like it's always Fuck really good to place, buy cigarettes. Bro. Oh my god. Well, yeah, <laughs> that's another place you should be leaving offerings for. If you go do their graveyard tours, you should be leaving coins at the end of your tour at the nah. at the gate. The, that's that's all bad advice. Get yourself a PAKE reader. Go ahead and get a photon pack <laughs> and a plat and a particle thrower, thrower and 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 uh, you know and uh, what are the I forget I what the it. the containment unit is, but you yeah, know yeah. Containment uh, unit. just like, bust the ghost, man. Don't put up with that shit. You know, Why the, do the dead need shekels though. <laughs> Make <laughs> shekels. Don't well, give I, them. I think they gotta pay the ferryman to get to the other side. I mean, that's how some beliefs are, but uh, I was looking at ghost tours, and there was like a haunted jail at a ghost tour, and I was like, I bet that place is really fucked up. Oh, it's probably very fucked up. Actually, um, there's the um, psych ward that was shut down nearby me for uh, a decent amount of people dying there, and it got shut down, and I was like, "Eh, maybe I should go over there and check that, and I was like, oh, maybe not. (laughs) Maybe not. After what I've gone through? No. Pass. Oh, actually, Guam, they have... um, there are holdout caves up there where Japanese soldiers actually held out and then uh, either grenaded themselves, etc. And they offered, like, I got offered by some of the military guys, like, hey, do you want to go, like, on, like, a tour? Because we actually got to go and check, make sure no one's, like, defiling and messing with it. I'm like, <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, because I remember I those like, guys still holding house? out after no. the war, war was over. Like, they exactly, never got word yep. back from Hirohito that they surrendered. Correct. Yeah, and this one they didn't have any of those that long-lasting, um, but they found multiple caves where they, they had held out for like well over a month, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm not going in there. That's some bad juju. I ain't dealing with that." But they're still looking for that missing gold, like in the Philippines. Like there's supposedly, oh, yeah. supposedly a huge cache of like Japanese gold that still hasn't been found. And then the one guy that found a bit, and then said that the uh, government took it. What he had found, because there's supposedly like multiple caches where they hid it. Yeah. That killed everyone involved. It doesn't surprise me the government would take it from you. I would not be shocked. Yeah. Oh, so kind of like the fe- can the um, Union gold that was stolen and then uh, buried. And then that one guy found it. And then the FBI showed up and stole it all. Oh. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Not that story. Just hit me up. I'll send you the link to it. So... Uh, we're, we're approaching that two hour mark, so I think we could wrap up right yeah, here. Where are all the wild women so, at? So, Captain yeah. Shiggy, can you tell us, uh, tell our followers where to find you? Find me? Oh, um, <laughs> I was like, uh, not that far. Not, not again. Um, not so... again? <laughs> Wait, you got docs? That's what that's supposed to mean. <laughs> no, I had, uh, I had one of these folks that lived. In the current country that I'm at, and we were chatting, and they they were offering like, "Oh, let's meet up. Oh, let's do this. Oh, let's do that." I'm like, "I'm fine with with offer ups like that, but I mean, I gotta know you first. Oh, was it an like, aggressive oh. femboy? It was like an yeah. It actually was. Jeez. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, yeah, I know. I know. That's worse than uh, ghosts, anyway. right? <laughs> and he, <laughs> I got that one final story for y'all because y'all are gonna want to hear this one. Okay. Um. But yeah, y'all can find me at twitch.tv at captain underscore cheeky. That's going to be where I do my once a month streams because I am a fucking workaholic and I don't have 
pretty much any time to do anything regarding that. And also my Facebook page, which is just Facebook with my name that you see on screen, where I just post capybaras like all the fucking time. Or whatever bullshit meme I come across. <laughs> All right, the meme alchemist. Where can people find you at? You can find me at the real meme alchemist on Facebook. Um, I post random memes and things that happen and that come into my brain when I have migraines. Okay. <laughs> Wacky things happen when I have migraines. All right. Beard Juice, where can our fans find you? All right. You can find me at the Petro or at Instagram.com slash the Petroglyph Press. I also have a Facebook community page, and you can message me over there if you want to join our Discord. Um, that's mostly it for the Beard Juice, anyway. And we publish our news at those places every Wednesday and Saturday. No, you so-called white people, you punk faggots, you going into slavery, all right? Oh, oh, okay, that was random, but Van, does our, yeah. does our witch friend want to be found? <laughs> I don't know. By our followers. I mean, the only thing I really have is, like, Instagram, so... Do you want people to handle... follow you, or no? Sure, it's public. Okay. Uh, it would be Mala, M-A-L-A underscore E-M. All right. Van, you got anything you want to show? Next Wednesday, another Destination Unknown. Last episode did really well. Everybody seems to love Chris Chan and all the fucking locales that we found. But we're going to take a break from that, and we're going to do cooking. We're going to look at cooking stuff. So maybe a little more mead. Maybe we might throw some oh, cobra yeah. in there because hey. he uh, recently made uh, some wine with jalapenos. So uh, that's interesting to me. They, they make a green chili wine in New Mexico. Green chili wine? Yes. Uh, they, they, they put green chili in ice cream and all sorts of other shit. It doesn't belong You there. should, You should send those recipes to Cobra. He could really use, like, some guidance. Alrighty, y'all. Right. Well, I got Papa Barra duties to attend to. Alright, thank you. And with that, I'll be playing us out. Thank you. You have just been radiated by another expedition into the paranormal room of the Atomic Shaman's Wet Lodge. Remember to trust no one and question everything. We hope you enjoyed your stay at our motel and RV park. Broadcasting from Los Angeles to Chicago along Route 66, we here at KNB are signing off. <laughs>